Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you today by Built Bar, a great tasting protein bar that will get you the nutrients you need and you won't need to choke it down. Seriously, it's really good. They have a bunch of great flavors, including chocolate mousse, chocolate peanut butter brownie, and salted caramel chocolate. The flavors are really incredible. Using promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com will save you $10 off your first box. That's promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com. B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R dot com. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Today, we'll continue the preseason countdown. and It's with team number 27, the Pittsburgh Pirates. From 2013 through 2018, the Pirates weren't bad, finishing 29 games over 500 in that six-year span. There were some losing records in there, but not awful seasons, and they did have three playoff appearances, though that includes a couple of one-game wildcard losses, too. In any case, they dropped to 69 wins last season, their fewest wins since 2010, and it's possible, perhaps even likely, that 2020 isn't going to be any better for them. So let's start... Going through the Pirates lineup at catcher, where Jacob Stallings should have the edge uh, over journeyman Luke Maley. Stallings is a 30-year-old who has played a grand total of 95 games in the major leagues, and, that, and that's who's going to be starting at catcher for the, for the Pirates. He had a 7.08 OPS in 71 games last season, so at best, he's a low-end backup for fantasy owners, but uh, you also might be able to ignore him altogether. It's uh, uh, not exactly a position of strength here for Pittsburgh. Now, one of the, the quite obvious traits uh, that I've found through these teams that, that are ranked at the bottom is that most of the players are low-end fantasy options. You know, backup middle infielders, sixth outfielders, marginal pitchers. But the Pirates actually have a legit first baseman to break that mold. First baseman Josh Bell emerged as a bona fide power hitter last season, crushing 37 home runs. And even if he doesn't duplicate that number, he's capable of hitting 30-plus. And driving in 100 runs, even on a Pirates team that isn't very good, that ought to be good enough to fit maybe 7th or 8th among first basemen, perhaps even a little bit higher. And so that uh, that should make him uh, pretty appealing, and certainly relative to the rest of the team, uh, very appealing. Uh, Adam Frazier is at second base. And while you can count on a, a batting average between 275 and 278, which is where he's landed in each of the past three seasons, Frazier isn't much of a power or a speed threat. He's maybe a late middle infield option at best, but again, he might be a guy you you can ignore altogether because you're just not getting enough uh, to fill out your fantasy categories. Shortstop Kevin Newman, on the other hand, he broke through with a nice season uh, in his first year as a major league starter, slugging a dozen home runs while stealing 16 bases and hitting 308. He may not match that batting average, but Newman does offer some legitimate speed, and if the average doesn't fall too far, he could be a useful middle infield option. Third baseman Colin Moran is a serviceable major league third baseman, but he doesn't hit for enough power to really make it as a, a significant factor in fantasy. He has 24 home runs in 968 plate appearances in the past two seasons. And while he's hit 277 in back-to-back seasons, a dozen home runs in a season at third base is really a fantasy liability. And it's not offset by Moran stealing any bases because he doesn't. So you can look at Moran as a, a viable third baseman for the Pittsburgh Pirates, but he's uh, not really a viable third baseman in terms of fantasy ownership. Maybe uh, he's a, 
uh, a lower end option as a corner infielder, but even then, uh, that lack of power is a bit of a challenge. Uh, in left field, Brian Reynolds had an impressive rookie season, hitting 314 with an 880 OPS. He finished with 16 home runs, which is okay, but he also had 37 doubles. So if a few more of those leave the yard, uh, Will Reynolds would be even more compelling. He hit 312 in more than 1,200 plate appearances in the minor leagues, so it's reasonable to expect him to provide an advantage with his batting average. But the question is whether Reynolds can add real power to that stroke to kind of take his value up a level. Center fielder Jared Dyson is a one-dimensional contributor. He can steal bases, having swiped at least 25 in seven of the past eight seasons. Dyson had a career-high 452 plate appearances for Arizona last season, and he's 35, so improvement isn't just around the corner. That's kind of the, the top end for him, most likely. And he doesn't have much of a bat. He's hitting 247 with a 657 OPS over the course of his career. But Dyson will get you steals. So you might need to consider him as a late outfield pick if, if you haven't addressed that uh, category during your draft. Right fielder Gregory Polanco has had a couple of seasons with at least 20 home runs and four seasons with double-digit steals but hasn't really been able to put it all together, which includes his inability to hit even 260 in a major league season. Polanco has some upside that will make him worth taking a shot at on draft day, but using any early pick or significant auction money on him just screams out for potential disappointment. If any Pirates reserves are going to step into a bigger role, it may be Jose Osuna, an outfielder and first baseman who's been a part-time player for the past three seasons. He has some power with 20 home runs and 623 plate appearances but he's also hit 246 with a 717 OPS. So he's not exactly busting down the door to earn regular bats. We will get to the Pirates pitching staff, which does offer a few potential options after this. Download the Postmates app and use code LOCKEDON. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free restaurant delivery credit for your first seven days. Since many of us are doing what we can to stay home as much as possible, Postmates is great for bringing food to you. Check out local favorites or your favorite chains and have Postmates deliver to you. And use the code LOCKEDON for $100 of free restaurant delivery for your first seven days. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. It's low sugar, low carbs, high protein, and great taste all in one. Seriously, it's really good, and they have a bunch of great flavors, including chocolate mousse, chocolate peanut butter brownie, and salted caramel chocolate. The flavors are incredible, and I really like the chocolate. Head to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. That's promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com. B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com for the best protein bar on the planet. Pittsburgh's pitching staff isn't great, but there are some possible targets for fantasy owners. Chris Archer and Joe Musgrove are the top two starters. They come with some warts, but enough upside to be of legitimate interest. That said, Archer's coming off a season in which he won three games and had a 5.19 ERA in 23 starts. He hasn't had a sub-4 ERA since 2015, and yet, since moving to the Pirates in 2018, Archer does have 10.6 strikeouts per nine innings, which is pretty impressive. Trouble is, his walk rate has also jumped to 3.8 uh, walks per nine, and as his home run rate has also gone up to 1.7 home run uh, per nine innings. And, and those need to come down if Archer is going to be a worthwhile fantasy starter. 
These are all real concerns, but that strikeout rate does make him a little more interesting. Musgrove has yet to have a season with an ERA under 4, but his fielding independent pitching has been at 3.74, and a whip is 1.20 in two seasons with the Pirates. So there's potential if Musgrove can put it all together, but he just hasn't quite been able to so far. See, now neither Archer or Musgrove are great options, and I'm not positioning them that way for sure, but if you're looking for something in the later rounds with some upside that might be overlooked because they're starting for a team that will likely lose a lot, well, then, then maybe give them some consideration. Trevor Williams had a great 2018 season and then ran into tough times in 2019 when he was much easier to hit and hit hard. His low strikeout rate is an issue for fantasy purposes, but if he's getting outs, he is a viable waiver wire pickup. 24-year-old prospect Mitch Keller started 11 games for the Pirates last season. He delivered a 7.13 ERA and 1.83 whip. Disastrous numbers. But all hope is not lost. He also struck out 65 in 48 innings, and that should put him on your radar. Not enough to go looking for him on draft day, but if he does have some early success, those strikeout numbers are awfully tempting. Stephen Bro, Chad Cool, and Derek Holland are all in the mix for starts for the Pirates as well. Cool may be the best option there, but none of them will require a draft day investment. There you can just kind of go with the hot hand if one of them actually turns out to have a hot hand. Keone Kella is set to be the Pirates' closer. He does have some experience in the role, picking up 24 saves for the Texas Rangers in 2018. Kella has appeared in 48 games for the Pirates, posting a 2.40 ERA and 1.0 whip with 55 strikeouts in 45 innings. He has the stuff to get the job done. If he doesn't, then Richard Rodriguez has been solid enough in his setup role the past two seasons. Well, Rodriguez was better in 2018 than in 2019, but if Kella struggles or gets hurt, Rodriguez is probably worth a look. On some teams, looking for the best value might be uh, a search for an undervalued player who could break through, but the best value on the Pirates is the safest pick, first baseman Josh Bell. He can provide legit power and could be an average fantasy starter at first base. Maybe that's not the highest ceiling in the world, but on the Pirates, that one stands out. That will do it for the 27th ranked team, the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'll be back in a couple of days with a look at team number 26. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for fantasy news and analysis.